0: Fanatics. Welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Four Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady Kayla. Hello. And our resident adjuster, Jolie. Sup. Oh, another week in the WWE and the world belongs to Sasha and Bayley. i where those women are all over the place uh let's see monday on raw uh, sasha had some tag team action going wednesday on nxt she had the massive main event with eo and then of course they're home on friday night making their presence known kayla it's like we're living in the sasha and it's like basically it's their world and we're
1: living in it now huh pretty much it's like they're everywhere um, it's like a reference to, if you've ever seen the movie, um, Licensed to Web with Robin Williams. The little boy would always say Reverend Frank is everywhere. It, uh, <laughs> kind of reminds me of Bailey and Sasha. And I'm actually seeing a lot of criticism. A lot of people don't like it. Um, I actually kind of like it, but, um, unfortunately as much, I think I would love to see Sasha win the Raw Women's Championship against Asuka. It's I don't believe it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to take it away from her just like that. If they do, I'll be surprised, but as far as Bailey and Sasha um running the women's division so they say, I'm kind of I'm kind of digging it. So, um but a part of me is still a little ashamed that we were waiting for that divorce, but hey, at least Sasha's got a belt again, right? I mean, that's at least. <laughs> I mean, that's
0: true, and it's like and it's, it's funny how on Friday during uh, Bailey's match she was actually wearing the SmackDown t- title around her waist and it's like with the Raw Women's title match and everything I don't think they're going to take it off Asuka too soon and everything, but the only way I would think they do is if we end up having like a winner takes all at SummerSlam. Like I but I don't think it's gonna happen. But, <laughs> but that anyway. And one more thing before I before I give the floor to you, Jolie. That show on Friday was actually awesome. And whenever they do go head to head, they need to use some of it uh, in the in the promo and everything. Mm-hmm. All right. But Jolie, close yours.
2: You know, it's nice to see that the other two horsemen are now you know front and center. I'm actually, you know, with the with the lack of Charlotte and with Becky on the shelf now for the rest of the year with uh, a parasite in her stomach. Yes, I call the baby a parasite because that's what babies are.
1: Damn you, Seth. (laughs) Colby. Call him the right name. I'm sorry, Kobe Lopez. I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) Uh, No, but I'm actually just I'm really happy that we're getting to see Bailey and Sasha both shine. A lot of times people thought that they were always put in the back burner. When I felt it was like the two that were always on the back burner for me were Sasha and Becky, even though you had Sasha in like, the, like the main events with Charlotte. Uh, but it's like with the, her lack of title runs, how the short they are, you know, it, it'd be great to see her actually win a title and go long term. Uh, I also love the fact that they're actually doing something this time with their tag run as well you know people like well what about brand what about brand what about the brand what about like shut the fuck up about the brand separation when there's <laughs> only one title for the women's tag division you get to go to all three shows that's the, that was the whole point was to actually incorporate all three brands smackdown raw and nxt yeah. now I would actually honestly love to see maybe a team of Piper Nevin and Tony Storm throw their hat in there from NXT UK, which is still going uh, despite rumors that it was going to get shut down uh, because mm-hmm. of all the scandal. But, you know, I think they cut they're, they're cutting the fat with the scandals and going from there. And they're investigating like they are. But uh, that's just we've already discussed that topic. We're done with that topic for now. But again, Sasha and Bailey, I'm so, I'm actually super excited for them. I'm super excited to see where this goes. Um, especially because I feel that this also kind of shuts up people like, uh, Bliss, Alexa Bliss fans Mm -hmm. and Page fans. Oh, I love that this rubs the Page fans the wrong way. Yeah. You know, with Sasha getting all this attention, getting all this. That should have been Paige's. Well, maybe Paige, you know, shouldn't have told Sasha to do a move that she knew that could possibly injure her for the rest of her life. Right. You know, um, I mean, there, there was a two way street and we all know that Sasha felt horrible about that. So but besides that, Sasha and Bailey running the show. I did miss Friday night SmackDown. What was I doing on Friday? Oh, I was watching a documentary on Friday about the Lost Boys of Bucks County, which was about this kid that murdered four kids. And like it was I was too enthralled in that to watch SmackDown. But, you know, I heard SmackDown had a uh, an amazing show, even though people are still pissed off about the whole Jeff Hardy thing. And again, I will say this. We are in a fucking weird ass time right now. People who are struggling with addictions need to see people out there that have had addictions and can overcome those addictions, even though they're still quote-unquote tempted, as inspiration. And I think Jeff Hardy is going to be an inspiration, even if it's just helping one person. So I, I'm i okay with him putting his demons out there, as long as he's okay with putting his demons out there. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing possibly a Sheamus-Hardy rubber match, um, maybe at Extreme Rules, maybe at SummerSlam. But, you know, and as far as the whole Matt Riddle thing, until more evidence comes to light, there's apparently there's police reports. She posted more stuff. I I don't know what's going on with that right now. uh, I will say this, innocent until proven guilty. He has his story. She has her story. He's putting on phenomenal matches. And until more evidence comes to light pointing to him to being this, quote unquote, sexual predator, that she's making him out to be, you know, that match with him and John Morrison was an absolute banger. So,
0: oh, yeah, it definitely was. And it was actually nice on Friday to Sasha, for Sasha to finally turn the tables on Bailey and throw her into a match, cut a lot last second.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that I did read that and I actually kind of chuckled. It's like, okay, that's yeah, that's that's finally about time that she did that. And you know, I I did love the antics of Bailey mocking Nikki Cross when she jumped Alexa in the corner. So, you know, it was it was actually kind of funny. But again, Nikki Cross is a national treasure and needs her own show with Michael
0: Cole. <laughs> I love that woman. It's like, but it's like, it's like I'm still missing a lot of like the full blown crazy Nikki that we saw in NXT. But this version is just as good i i
2: think that the full version of crazy nikki if done correctly can come out when alexa or if and when alexa turns on her because this is odd alexa as a face Mm -hmm. uh and you're just waiting for the other like okay i get it we have sasha and bailey as heels There's not many faces. Where's the rest of the women's division? Um, Nobody has seen Naomi or Tamina, I think. Um, And I think Carmella has actually said that she's not going to wrestle for a little while. And I think that's what I read. Okay. Um, I think she just doesn't want to risk getting sick. She's pulling uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Roman. Yet she lets... Corey go so
0: yeah, yeah that's what I was just thinking Corey's still there though well maybe you know one person
2: half the risk I don't know
0: I, I who knows it's like like you said we're in we are in crazy times with everything so <sighs> I mean well, it's okay back to normal <laughs> I'm, I'm okay
2: without her to be perfectly honest she sometimes annoys the fuck out of me
1: right <laughs> what are you gonna say Kayla while we were talking about Alexa Bliss there for a moment, I just want to say, um, as a fan of hers, I am super excited to announce that sometime this month, it hasn't given us release date, that she'll have her own podcast called Uncool. So she will be joining the WWE Network of Podcasts with Corey Graves and The New Day.
0: Mm. Well, I, if... It's like I I kind of saw that uh, I mean I call it saw that coming eventually and everything especially with her with her having the
1: moment of bliss and everything mm-hmm. so kudos to her and she'll be the first ever female to get her own podcast in the WWE and it has her own television show well host show like the Miz TV so
0: right right right
1: right so congratulations Alexa Bliss for making more history continue to do it. Kudos to her.
0: All
2: righty. Now, that, now, can they get off the jock of the four horsemen getting everything? Thank you. Fucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I sw- uh, I'm yeah. sorry. the The one person that has actually benefited the most off of the four horsewomen is, is Alexa, Alexa Bliss. Bliss. So, I'm just tired of all the hate that the four horsewomen get. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Alrighty, so, talking about Moment Makers, let's go back to Wednesday. Uh, to begin the Great American Bash, we had a fatal four-way elimination match with Mia Yim, Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and, and Tegan Knox, and, and it all came down to former best friends Dakota and Tegan, and the comeback girl of NXT pulled out the win, she is now the number one contender for Io Shirai's NXT Women's Championship. I was so excited about this, and it's like it's been a long time coming. So I'm so happy for her. Congratulations, Tegan. Jolie, your thoughts about the match? Um, I honestly was happy that that was the match that started off the night.
2: Um, I like the fact that, you know, you have all off- Friends in the ring, uh, that were either now f- our former friends with the Candice Mia, Candace Teigen, and then Dakota with everybody else, mm-hmm. you know, and it just it still sets up for another Mia Yim Candace LeRae match this Wednesday when the street Fight. So that's mm-hmm. going to be epic and oh, a possibly yeah. a swerve Gargano match as well. Um, and possibly. Uh, Their dogs having a match. I don't know. That was on Twitter as well.
1: I saw that.
2: That was actually adorable. But, no, I love that, you know, it went, Candace takes out, or I'll, Mia takes out Candace, Dakota takes out Mia, and then you did, you came down to team kick going at it. And these two women know each other so well. They countered each other's moves so well. And it was nice to see these two. Have a straight up fight without any outside interference without Raquel Gonzalez being in the corner of Dakota, and it was nice to see Tegan finally getting the upper hand that she so so deservedly get, and like you said, she is the comeback kid
0: mm-hmm.
2: first May Young blows out one knee, second may young blows out the other knee, comes back as Captain Marvel, you know, and I love the fact that she completely has her her uniform her gear. As Marvel, Captain Marvel, which is probably one of my favorite, uh, movies.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: As, I just love her, her evolution and like, you know, everybody's oh, like, well, she can't sell. You get the fuck out of here, dude. It's just, this woman has been through hell and I just, there's nobody else that I think that deserves, in all honesty, the next title shot at EO's title than Tegan. I mean, I would be all for Dakota going for it as well don 't get me wrong, they both have their comeback stories. uh I would also love to see Candace versus Eo, but out of the four of them, I am so happy that Tegan is the one that gets to go first, and deep down, you know that they're they 're all still friends in real life, just like any good rivalry, and right. you know that they 're all happy for tegan and it's like it's one of those things like I really wish we could see behind the scenes,
1: yeah like you know
2: like of all this because like her face, she was like absolutely stunned and shocked. And it's like, it was pure emotion. And it just reminded me of like when Becky won the title for the first time,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: you know, just, she's one of those fan favorites that the crowd gets behind. And oh. I'm, I'm absolutely cannot wait to see this match. And no, it's like, there's, there's no, woman that I cannot wait to see in a match with Eo Shirai because Eo just mm-hmm. I was watching when they they were doing the uh intros for the the, the quarterfinals for the May Young and how how young she looked and now like her whole style has changed and she just has morphed into this amazing Tweener character because she's not really a heel anymore because she's just so beloved. She's mm-hmm. she's become Becky in my eyes. Yeah. Like she has encompassed in- what 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 happened with Becky. She's organically become this heel face tweener where she mm-hmm. looks evil, but the fans love her. So again, I I am so excited to see all four of these women go against her. I'm excited to see, you know, her her and Rhea. Go at it again. Hell, I would love to see uh Ray come over and champion versus champion. That would be an mm-hmm. epic match. So there, there's just so many possibilities, and we'll get to that match later. But, yeah, th- this was definitely a good starting point for the show.
0: Oh, look, yeah, let's just say Eo's a badass.
2: <laughs> from, from her theme? To her, to how she screams in the ring, like when she's screaming Japanese, uh, like, you know, even back to when they, they had that crowd there and somebody says, go back to China, Japanese bitch. (laughs) Oh, I was dying at that. I remember. Like, you know, she, she, she has this, 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 like this beautiful attitude, whether it's badass or, you know, with the fans. And, you know, this is her NXT now. Mm -hmm. She, she has earned the crown from Sasha. She's earned the crown from the Four Horsemen, so kudos.
0: Kudos. Oh. Kayla, what'd you think about that match?
1: Um, it was actually a really good match. Um, I was really happy with, uh, Tegan Knox winning, because I felt like it was finally her chance. Um, as far as when it comes to her going to EO, she unfortunately may not win, but I do know she will give EO a run for her money. So hopefully they'll do it as a good match and um, um, not basically bury Tegan. Um, and as far as we said, EO Shirai is an awesome champion. NXT is her home, is her place now. She rules it, Um and speaking of her theme, Tokyo Shock, it's pretty good. I'm kind of digging it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, uh, once again, um, congratulations to Eo for basically beating Sasha, even though Asuka threw green mist in her face. Um, which, unfortunately, I watched the thing online and the first video I found it had on there, like the little clip. All I saw was green mist and Sasha's face. And I was like, wait, where'd that come from? <laughs> is EO throwing <laughs> out green mist now but then I went back and watched the whole thing and I saw it and I was like okay well that well that's where how that happened but um once again congratulations to EO for um basically beating Sasha and continue to run her division wait uh, i think us three we should try to go beat her do you think we got a chance beat who no no EO Shirai. oh
0: hell no <laughs> no hell no I mean, it's like I'm wearing her shirt and everything, but it's like, no. My niece, my niece can't take her Japanese uh, her Japanese kicks and flicks and summer socks. It'll be a three-on-one handicap
2: match. We'll Shoot. share the title. I would be winded getting
0: into the ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. E- e- NXT's EO's home. And she might have a little bit more company for the women's division and a little bit more competition on our way. Uh, couple, last couple weeks, uh, we've seen these promo videos and this next coming up Wednesday, one Mercedes Martinez will be returning. And I know like late last year she came up, she came up, made her debut. She was in the Rumble. We haven't seen her in a while and everything, but it's like, Kayla, how are you feeling about Mercedes coming back? Um, I kind of like it
1: um so i think i always loved her in the ring when i first because i didn't know of anybody who she was until you know she did come um it was like she was like a shawty blackheart it's like one of that person when you first see them they you're like oh wow they're awesome you know you just like you fall in love with their moves you fall in love um with their actions and everything Um. As far as who she might try to target, Io Sarai or whoever she decides to target, regardless, hopefully um, it'll be a good rivalry. But um, as far as seeing her come back, I am pretty excited about it because, like I said, she was one of the you know ones you like. Where have you been all my life, kind of thing. So um, I'm pretty excited <laughs> to see her come back. So
0: cool. All right, Joey.
2: Uh, I've always been intrigued with Mercedes Martinez ever since I saw her in the Mayan Classic. Um, and then I saw this old clip of her versus Davina Rose in the Indies, which was uh, from 2011, which was very interesting. But, you know, she's uh, one of the old heads that's been around the business for a very long time. And I am excited to see her, you know, run rough shot through the division. Uh, go against EO, maybe even get up to, um, Raw or SmackDown, even though they're not really doing much with some of the women on there, but you know, well, we'll see what happens, but I'm actually very excited to what ha- what she's going to have to produce because she is an amazing athlete. And yeah. she, like, like with Shotzi, like she's one of those people like, well, who is she? And you look like, oh, damn.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: she got talent, you know, it's like, um, yeah, so. I can't wait to see who she goes against. I mean, I would love to see her versus uh, Raquel Gonzalez. I mean, Raquel hasn't had to go against a big girl in a while. She has little mm. ones to go against. So, I mean, Ra Raquel, uh, you know, likes to throw around um, Casey Canzaro and uh, Lacey Lane. So it's like, all right, well, now you got somebody that's your size. Let's yeah. see you do that to her. So let let's 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 start that feud, please.
0: Yeah, start that feud. Yeah, leave Kaden and Casey alone.
2: Poor Casey, she went out with back issues, she comes back, and then she gets throw- she gets ragdolled. And it's like, what the hell? Can-, can she catch a break?
0: I know, right? <laughs> Poor thing. Uh, but it's like, I swear, it's like, Casey, Casey, Catanzaro, and, Kate and Carter, they're going to end up being, like, they can end up being, like, an amazing tag team and everything. They need more time in the ring, and it's like, they need more momentum and everything, not to get tossed around all the time. But, but I do uh, like the
2: fact that they are using them and utilizing them in tag matches and getting mm-hmm. them that. But it's like right now, again, this this is tough because they were doing tours where these women could get in ring action and not just have to worry about you know two hours on a Wednesday night. Right. You know, this is this is like. One reason why Mercedes Martinez hasn't been plugged that much because there's nothing for her. It's why Shayna Baszler and probably Bianca Belair are on um, MIA, even though she- Bianca beat Peyton? No, Billy. Billy. Beat Billy on uh, main event. And they're like, oh my God, Bianca Belair's getting buried. She's on main event. She's wrestling. Shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, uh, it's. <laughs> no I mean it's like I was kind of like at that mindset, mindset it's like yeah she got called up it'd be nice to see her on Raw but at least she's getting some at least she's getting some action unlike Shayna who's not getting any action at all
2: I mean like that, that whole oh Vince is uh, done with Shayna I don't I don't believe anything that like ringside or wrestling observer puts out there like because one most of it's bullshit mm-hmm. um, Meltzer. Oh that
0: fucking jack Oh we'll get to we'll get to him we'll get to him
1: um, But no As far as Shayna goes I don't know who it was from I cannot remember but I know it wasn't one of those whatever sites you can't believe Apparently Shayna had been the original plan was for Shayna to win the rumble beat Becky Lynch And then, because obviously you saw how that match at WrestleMania went. How that pin was really quick and like, whoa, wait, what? Unfortunately, I saw something that Vince McMahon pulled the plug because he wasn't happy how they brought Shayna in. So, in other terms, he wants to build her up more and possibly bring her in at a later time to... Put her in a spotlight, but he kind of feels like she don't deserve to be in the spotlight right now in well, his terms.
2: In all honesty, I can actually agree with that because that match at Elimination Chamber was sloppy as hell.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: she has the crowd is against her. Even in NXT, it was against her. So I feel that they need to, to build her up. And yes, she was Heyman's project. Yes, Becky has admitted she's the one that said, let Shayna win the title. That was Becky. Yeah. And you know what? Props to her for uh, wrestling pregnant and didn't know it. Mm -hmm. I find that the fact that Vince knocked down the whole Shayna thing um, hilarious because that was Triple H's pet project. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Shayna is excellent in ring. I mean, I got to see her in a house show against Liv Morgan and it was actually a really decent match. But again, in this time, it's so much easier to build up a character when you have house mm-hmm. shows and they can interact and they can do more. Right. But now that we don't have this, it's kind of you know, hard. You don't, it's very, very hard. I mean, the only, the only good thing about this is possibly reuniting Liv and Ruby. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I
0: don't want, though I will say this.
2: Whatever hell that move that Peyton did, holy fuck. Yeah, that
0: was incredible. You can tell she's been working on that.
2: Well, out of the two of them, Peyton was always better skilled Mm -hmm. than Billy. Billy's gotten better in ring, but it was always Peyton. Like, Peyton, I was watching some of her old matches, and she's actually pretty skilled. Um, I just can't stand the... I feel bad because they're probably like the nicest people, but their voice is just... chalkboard <laughs> nails on a fucking chalkboard Kayla <laughs> oh, hey, I need vodka
0: or something just to drown off that noise well, let me kind of sorry right, well, let me kind of segue this back to kind of help you out with that, speaking of Shayna, apparently she was. Was also supposed to be possibly involved in a big Summerslam uh, angle involving Kyrie Sane, but of course, when Nia Jack screwed that up, whenever she busted Kyrie's head open. So apparently, what the thing was is like um, Kyrie was supposed to have a quote-unquote a, a career-ending injury to write her off TV. And she was going to set the match for Asuka for SummerSlam with the person who injured her. And it was, it was apparently either supposed to be Charlotte or Shayna. And then all that came out this week because all of the talk came out this week. Also that um, Kyrie is possibly leaving WWE, going back to Japan. There's, there's been a lot coming out this week that she's either going back to Japan to be an ambassador. I think that was supposed to be before COVID. But uh, she's going back to Japan to wrestle for a year and then start a family. Joel, help me
2: out with this. All right. So what I've been reading when it comes to Kyrie Sane is that uh, she let them know that after she had gotten married, she's not been happy with everything that's been going on with her in the WWE lately. I mean, I can understand it. Um, but you know, I thought that she had such an amazing run as the tag title ch- as with Oscar. but you know, she, she got frustrated. And so they've decided that they're going to write her off, you know, so she can have a good ending in the WWE. And it was supposed to be either Charlotte or Shayna, but they're leaning more towards Shayna since they had the history together. You already had the. Way that Shayna manhandled Asuka in the Elimination Chamber, so you had that angle of, you know, Asuka wanting revenge. Uh-huh. So you had that, and basically, Naya fucked everything up like she normally does. Uh, I, somebody, like, showed the clip again of Naya dropping Charlotte on her head. Nearly, sna- like, she nearly could have broken her neck. So, I'm so sick of people saying, "Well, Charlotte gets everything." No, Nia gets everything. Charlotte almost had a broken neck and possibly a dislocated shoulder. Mm -hmm. Uh, She didn't. She separate Bailey's shoulder. That's why Bailey had to relinquish her match. I think. uh, Yeah,
0: I think. Yeah, I think it was that was
2: because of Nia, and we all remember what she did to Becky. Uh huh. So you know, nepotism at its finest. I mean. She's probably, a, again, a nice person in real life. I just want them to give Kyrie the send-off that she deserves.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I want them to acknowledge all that she has done. I mean, she was an amazing NXT champion, amazing tag champion, a fantastic heel, goofy-ass heel. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean the love and respect that kyrie and becky have for each other after the tlc match
0: oh yeah definitely
2: becky basically making sure that she was okay and you know again you cannot fault charlotte for not knowing what's going on because yeah, somebody actually wrote that uh, that becky was trying to get the attention of the refs to let them know what mm-hmm. had happened to kyrie but the refs were, weren't paying attention so yeah. That was, on, that was mainly on the refs, not on, maybe put a minute blame onto Charlotte, but that's about it. Um, that, that was squarely on the refs and back of house, to be perfectly honest. Um, but Kyrie, I, I am going to miss her. I think that, you know, we, we missed out on the chance of seeing Kyrie, Asuka and EO just taking over WWE. But now I've got a feeling that we're going to have Asuka and Io taking over. Uh, mm-hmm. So either way, as long as those two take over, Kyrie will be with them in spirit. I know she wants to go back to Japan. That was always been her plan. She wasn't planning on staying here for a long time because, you know, she did have family in Japan. So if she goes back and she does the shows in Japan... I wish her the best of luck. Kyrie has been an amazing asset. And probably, again, like, I, like I've like met them. I met her and EO. But it's like, I just, just want to give him a hug, man. She's so cute. <laughs> she is so freaking cute. It's like, you just want to, like, protect her and, like, send glitter bombs to Naya. <laughs> so, like, she has glitter everywhere because you can you can never get rid of glitter glitters like herpes once you think you have it all
0: cleaned up some more pops up oh good lord <laughs> oh man but um oh and of course we cannot forget the very first winner of the may classic yes and she yeah. won that against Shayna and everything but she is that def- and she's definitely
1: left her mark on wwe kayla Jolie pretty much covered everything, but um, as far as Kyrie saying, I've always loved her in the ring. I loved her in NXT. Um, I love how she, um, you said Cat that she left a mark on WWE. That would be a part that she um, actually, sorry, I'm afraid that that is a part of her leaving a mark on WWE that nobody will be able to replace. So, with that being true, um, I'm very happy for Kyrie. She wants, you know feels like, you know, she needs to go back to New Japan, you know, live her life, do what she needs to do, start her family. Um Mm -hmm. like Jolie says she is very cute. Like you just want to go up to her and hug her. Um Mm -hmm. so um good luck Kyrie, no matter what. Um you always have a special place in wrestling fans around the world. Um so yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: So, but yeah it's like Definitely one. It's like it was. It would have been nice to see one more reunion of the Sky Pirates, but uh, we'll take old finished. <laughs> Alrighty, okay. Let's get down to business here. So, one of the big stories out of Wednesday, of course, we always have the Wednesday Night Wars. AEW NXT this week. fighter Fest, Great American Bash. Now, Jolie. I know you don't watch AEW, so I'm not going to ask you this and everything as far as like the whole show wise. Okay, so Kayla, did you have a chance to watch both shows in its entirety?
1: Honestly, no. Um, Okay. But I did get to see bits and bits of Fighter Fest, um, which I could see of. It was a pretty good event so far. Um, Unfortunately, I was very upset that Best Friends did not win. Um but with that being true, um I kind of believe that Jack Hagar and Cody's match could have been a little bit better than what it was. Mr. I got suspended for hitting the ref, whatever. Um but <laughs> as far as that, um then I saw bits of you know American Bash, great American Bash as well. So um if I really have to sit here and think of what I think was probably the most entertaining I would have to go with Great American Bash because I just felt like Fighter Fest wasn't this is only night 1 night 2 can change but mm-hmm. um I kind of feel like Fighter Fest wasn't one of AEW's Best if that makes sense,
0: no it does make sense, and I kind of agree with you it's like I gotta give the edge to great American bash because it's like um they put like kind of all their eggs in one basket with most of the title shots being title matches being on one night uh the main one was gonna be on the second night, but that actually got pushed another week now uh some of the matches that we did see and it's like, they were, it was like, it was good. Some of them were entertaining. Uh, the opening tag match with MJF and Wardlow and Jurassic Express, uh, that was actually great. I'm, I'm glad they picked up the win and everything. Uh The women's match was uh good. I can see that Penelope Ford has been kind of, um, she is getting a little bit better and everything with her uh in-ring, with her in-ring abilities. And it was nice she took, to, Took her out and her meddling fiance Kip Sabian, that jackass. Um, let me see what else. Uh, yeah, the Cody and Hager match. It's like that was a little bit of a screwy ending. And uh, let me see. Or uh, Ortiz uh, Sant- Santana Ortiz and Private Party. I mean, it's it's like. I mean, it was everything was like good. I wouldn't like call anything on the show like phenomenal. And so it's just like, yeah, with what compared to what I saw from Fighter Fest and Great American Bash, I got to give it to Great American Bash. Um, now, Jolie, I am going to ask. All right, let me. All right, let me get you in on this because you you did see you saw you said you saw the women's match. Did you see any other matches from AEW on Wednesday? Nope. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> I mean, why am I going to watch Jack Hagar fight Cody Rhodes when I saw them fight in the WWE? I'm not interested in the best friends or and I'm not even interested in MJF. MJF is just he he actually makes me want to turn off the screen and that's not what a good heel should do. A good heel makes you hate enough to watch them get their ass kicked. Yeah. Um I mean, I don't even want to see Jericho. Now I used to be a fan of his. The only match I would have been interested in watching has been pushed back until he is um, 100% cleared that he does not have COVID, uh, which is the Mox-Brian Cage match. But I saw the funniest fucking meme that when it comes to that. So it says, when you want Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman, but you buy them off of Wish. And it's Taz and Brian Cage. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that is fucking hilarious and so fucking true.
0: Okay, and how much... Okay. Wednesday night proved another fact that WWE is, like, so in AEW's mind because not once but twice they made references to WWE. It's like, because it's like Jericho saying, like, we're in a ratings war and Taz calling us a, a WWE a slop, sloppy shop. Oh,
2: there, WWE has been living in AEW's fans and AEW wrestlers' head. It started off with Cody breaking a throne. And it's gone off ever since. They, they don't know when to stop. They don't know when to stop their own fan base. I mean, yes, the smart there's smarks on both sides. There's smart ass fans on both sides, and I've been one of the ones that, while, I will be very critical of AEW. I'm not a fan of AEW. I have tried watching AEW, and some people go, like, well, I keep wanting for more. Well, that's what NXT does for me. <laughs> I mean. We're going to have a blockbuster match this Wednesday that has never been seen before. Never. Never. We're going to get a street fight. We're going to get Fandango or Brizongo and Drake Maverick versus Fantasmo and his his two guys. I don't know what they call themselves now. The Lucha Libre. The Lucha Libre group. You know, I, can't, I Do they have a faction name yet?
0: They do. I forgot like completely of it because it's completely in Spanish. Uh, legado, legado de Fantasmas. Like, the Legend of Fantasmas. Alright, so The right, so Legend of the Phantom.
2: I, uh, part of me, I, I suck at Spanish and I took it through college. Um, but it's like, that's going to be an amazing match. There, there's so much that these shows have been putting on. Like, the fact that people care about Drake fucking Maverick. Mm-hmm is NXT has given me reasons to still care about the WWE and to even care about the product. What pissed me off is the fact that, you know, you do have Taz saying, well, they're sloppy over there and, you know, we test everybody. And it's like we were talking about earlier how people were not wearing masks at all.
0: Yeah, at all, right.
2: At Fighter Fest, nobody was wearing, like barely anybody was wearing a mask. Okay, so you say that they're sloppy. Oh, but they test everybody. They test everybody. There's been a shortage of tests now across the country since the start of this pandemic. But you're telling me that Shad Khan and Tony Khan have been unable to buy enough tests to test their wrestlers weekly? Is that what they're trying to tell me? Because if that's the case, then Ron DeSantis needs to get on the phone with Shad Khan and Tony Khan and Cody Rhodes and ask them where they get their supplies from. So the state that has now surpassed over 200,000 cases of COVID and is rapidly getting closer to coming closing to the numbers that New York has put out Mm -hmm. where they're getting their tested their testing kits. Yeah. They've even passed up Texas. Texas needs some. The, the yeah. governor, the go, uh, uh, your dumbass governor, Abbott. Yeah, I mean he he doesn't even know. Like he's like, we need tests. Arizona needs respirators, but you've got them say "Well, we got plenty of respirators. Who needs them?" We have been in this fucking pandemic since February. We have been shut down since the beginning of April. We have people bitching that wrestling was made an essential. Uh, essential job well and how many cases did either company have if any when there was travel restrictions when masks were told to be worn on airplanes no going out in public there was I think maybe one or two and one of them just recently came out it was Kayla that she had it back in March that's why we didn't see her and then we, you know, but as soon as the states open up, two weeks later, look at the numbers skyrocket. They're not wearing masks in public. and But now you definitely have, like, um, Adam Pierce is, like, you know, wear a mask. Kevin Owens, whose wife lost her father to COVID, is, is begging people to wear a mask. Roman Reigns is at home. Sami Zayn is at home. It's just, it's a matter of time before Angelo Dawkins doesn't come to work anymore. It's only a matter of time before Seth Rollins gets written out. It's definitely a matter of time before Daniel Bryan gets written out, which should be soon.
0: Yeah, because it's like he was on Zoom the other day.
2: Well, yeah, he's got, she's due, I think, in a couple months. Or weeks, weeks. Oh, that's right.
0: She's first and then Nikki, right? Yeah. Yeah, cuz it's like I was watching uh I watched Total Bellas and everything. Uh yeah, she's late July. Um Nikki's early August. So yeah, so he's
2: probably done in the next week or two.
0: Mhm.
2: Probably something at extreme Rules is going to take him out. That that's my hypothesis. Um which I like the fact that he's been grooming Drew Gulak, who I'm so happy decided to re-sign with the WWE. Um, but before off, but speaking of, does everybody remember what happened Like you know, last week and Renee's like, I've gotten a big announcement to make and everybody's, you're quitting the WWE? <laughs> I'm thinking, <laughs> I said, it's probably a cooking show. You're close. She's coming out of a fucking cookbook with a soundtrack, dude. That is Mm -hmm. fucking ballin'. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, I'm still with the WWE. What the fuck about, like, you know, and everybody that said shit, like, you know, been quiet. So fucking quiet. Like, (laughs) y'all thought that she was leaving. Y'all really did. And the funny thing is, yes, he has COVID, but we don't know where she got it. Because for all we know, despite all the testing that AEW has been doing, The incubation period for COVID can take up to 14 days. So they might have tested Moxley 14 days ago, and he might have had it. He probably tested negative again because it probably didn't affect them. He might have been one of the people that is asymptomatic. So we don't know if she got it from him or he got it from her, if he has it. We, right. we don't, we don't know where she got it from until, you know, they do contact tracing and see where it came from. Hell, for all we know, she got it on the flight back. You know, we don't know where she got it. It could, you don't know when the incubation period is. You don't know how long it takes. It, this is still a new fucking virus, but you know, everybody blaming Vince, everybody, the, the pot shots needs to stop. Straight up, hands up. It doesn't matter how well you run a company. I mean, look at, look at a hospital where they have PPE, even though they have to reuse it multiple times and have it, those doctors are still getting it. Bus drivers and police officers and EMTs are getting it. But you know, they can't get tested because Cod Shah, uh, Shad Khan and Tony Khan has decided to buy all the fucking tests to test wrestlers. So I will say this to AEW. Y'all can say all you want about your testing, but the fact that you are, if you are testing your wrestlers on the daily, like you say you are, You're actually breaking CDC protocol, and you're creating a lot of probably false negatives because, again, it's a 14-day incubation period, and you don't know how to listen to fucking scientists. You fucking egotistical jackasses.
0: And breathe.
2: (laughs) So it's just it's just frustrating that you know they they just do all that shit. They they put out this hatred, and they keep stirring the pot. And the best thing is, the funny thing is, of all this, this this fighter fest versus Great American Bash. Great American Bash was put together three fucking weeks ago. Three weeks ago. And it's a ten-time better show in night one than Fighter Fest night one. Despite what Meltzer and Alvarez and all those slob knobs say. Because you can match a women's match, check, better. The Thatcher-Oni match, fucking better. Loomis and Strong, Meltzer, get the fuck out of here! You stupid piece of shit. That match was banging. All right,
0: hold on, hold. All right, hold on. Before we are going to get to the rankings and everything, I have the list right here. Let me give you a chance to breathe, and let let's get Kayla in on her thoughts so
1: far before we go any further. What's left to say? <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Um, as far as I will say this, since we mentioned that the cases are getting out of hand um as of right now I was looking this up when Jolie was talking as of right now as of today South Carolina's had 44,717 cases of COVID-19 and 813 deaths well anyway um I really don't have much to say about the whole if Tony Khan and them is testing them every day. They are obviously if that's the case. They're probably trying to create their own. So I don't know because like you said, there's not very many out there. Um, but I will jump to the Renee Young, and say, cookbook with a playlist, is awesome, and I will definitely buy it. Um, and as far as people saying that she's leaving the WWE, I will say this: right before Mox left, I heard I saw an interview with him. So when it asked him, would you make your wife leave WWE? Would you make Renee leave? His reply was, I will not get involved because she had just got on commentary. He says, if she wants to stay, I won't make her leave. It's her choice. So either way, he respects her. And as far as Renee having COVID, she don't act like it. Not on social media. Not at all. She is still the hyped, cheery, cheery. Canadian blonde that mm-hmm. I love very much and for someone that is sick and supposed to be sick she's not acting like it and I will give her kudos to that and I hope maybe you know that Mox don't have it wherever she gets it from we'll find out eventually but um, hopefully mocks don't have it um, as far as everything else I think Jolie's covered it so um, <laughs> but I just want to throw that little bit in there so okay oh
0: we yeah, we know the jester can get on a roll and everything. So I gotta give her a chance to breathe every once in a while.
2: That's what y'all caught me for is color commentary. I'm the freaking uh, Stephen A. Smith of the
0: show. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so getting back to Meltzer, the idiot. I, it's like every week I'm losing more and more respect for him. He loves to do his rankings of, of matches from big from big events. And when he brought out his rankings this week from Fighter Fest and Great American Bash, uh, I could tell right away that he is a biased idiot who is on AEW's payroll. So I'm gonna go down the list from Fighter Fest and Great American Bash of all his rankings, or so-called rankings, I should say. Let's start with, uh, Great, uh, Fighter Fest. Jurassic Express versus MJF and Wardlow. Ranking, 4.25. Four, uh, Penelope Ford versus Hikaru Shida, 4. Cody versus Jake Hager, 4. Santana Ortiz versus Private Party, 3.5. Best Friends versus uh, Kenny Omega and Heyman and Adam Page, 3.75. Okay? So, let's go to Great American Bash. The Fatal 4-Way Match, caught Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae, Tegan Nox, and Miriam, 2.75. Oni Lorcan and Timothy Thatcher, 3.5. Aliyah and Robert Stone versus Rhea Ripley, 1. Dexter Lumis and Roderick Strong, 1.5. Sasha Banks and Io Shirai, 3.75.
1: Bullshit. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? For real, man? Are you kidding
0: me? It's like, okay, so basically, according to this jackass, Three of the matches from Fighter Fest were better than NXT's main event and only one of them like matched up to it. Kayla, go.
1: Like I said, I didn't watch all of it, but I got the clips and from his ratings, like I saw the matches of how they went. With those ratings? What was he smoking? Because <laughs> they they didn't add up. Like I told like I said earlier, the matches I love AEW. But I felt like, you know, just of what I saw, the matches should have been a little bit better than what they were. Mm -hmm. But those ratings, face palm to the face, face to palm, it's, no, um, (laughs) I'm just speechless because Metzler is far as idiot. Um, Whatever he's paying, whatever they're paying you, bud, just... (laughs) Just know, okay? Just do it right and even and get your facts straight. So, um, yeah. Jolie, I know you have something really to say. Let's go. Let's hear it. Because <laughs> I'm speechless.
2: <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug, man.
0: Oh right? <laughs>
2: right? Okay, so, let, let's break this down. Uh, he gave, what was it, 3.25 to Sasha and EO?
0: Three,
2: three, seven, five. Oh three seven five. Oh. No, that was as close to a five fucking star match as you could get. The only way that it probably would have been a five if it was maybe about maybe five to ten minutes longer. The only one like the, even the, the the Rhea match, that was at least a two because she she fucking worked her ass off in that match. uh mm-hmm. But to give Dexter Loomis and Roderick Strong one point whatever the fuck that was? 1.5. Are you you fucking kidding me? That was better than the Hagar-Cody match. There was, like, so much back and forth, and you actually felt that Strong was actually finally going to beat the demon that was, in like, was there. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, the promo from Cross and Scarlet was better than some of the shit that I saw on the AEW. Like, NJF getting a 4.2? Are you fucking kidding me? No! No, I wasn't that great. Okay, I'm gonna get a little disgusting, but the cum is coming out of your nose from sucking their dick so much, dude. And I'm gonna quote my buddy KC by saying you are such a fucking ignorant jackass who has a has a, a Jericho doll shoved up your ass crack so fucking far that you could probably feel it in the back of your throat because you are so far up their fucking payroll. You and Alvarez are their fucking butt buddies. And it's disgusting that you're being that fucking biased. And if you're going to be that biased, then don't call yourself a fucking journalist because you're a fucking piece of shit. See, I'm a person who is biased toward. You, you, go, go work on Fox News, you fucking piece of shit. That's all I'm going to say is, like, go fucking work on Fox News, you fucking piece of shit, because you're just like those fucking assholes. You only have one mind. AEW, 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 AEW. Now, people saying, well, you're a WWE mark. Yes, I might be a WWE mark, but if you listen to some of the shit that I say, I'm actually very fucking critical of the WWE. Mm-hmm. I let them have it. Just because I'm a fan of WWE, prefer WWE, because I have a history with WWE. Does it mean that, oh, I'm gonna believe everything that comes out of Vince's fucking mouth that it like it's gold? No. I don't think that. I know shit matches are gonna happen. I was angry with the outcome of Elimination Chamber, even though I played devil's advocate saying that they tried to create Shana as this fucking badass warrior who could just take out all these people at once. Mm-hmm. They could have done it better, but that's beside the point. <laughs> I mean there there was better ways of going instead of making it a squash match because if that's what it was going to be that shouldn't have been the main event and that was my whole issue actually right. with that match that was actually my main it was a, it was actually a pretty decent fucking match but I'm I'm very critical when it comes to WWE I have never heard him say one bad thing about AEW not once mm-hmm. he he has so much just, he is just he makes me a loss of words for being like what it's supposed to be to uh, to be a biased uh, or a non-biased journalist and I mean time and time again I have said I am not a fan of AEWs but I will always say when they do good shit Mm -hmm. like Cody doing the pride shirt I respect the hell out of him for that I mean I was actually a little disappointed that they didn't do pride shirts this year for WWE but again Everything is fucked up and, you know, Pro T-Shirts is basically the other company that helps run AEW. So they got to make their money somehow. So they probably pull out shirts out of their ass every fucking day of the week. I mean, though, I didn't like the one shirt that I saw that they created about the uh, Biden Trump shirt, which was fucking disgusting in my eyes. But that's that's another Mm -hmm. that that we'll wait for November for that one. Yeah,
0: let's not go there. Let's not go there. um, But,
2: yeah, no, it's just – I am so sick and tired of everybody being so negative on the WWE. And it's not just Meltzer. It's not just, you know, Alvarez. But it's, like, the people that they had to let go. You know, I, I hear Zack Ryder saying bullshit. Heath Slater saying bullshit. Gallows and Anders saying shit all the time, but apparently they actually came out and said that that was they're actually just they have much respect for the WWE. It's nothing. What they're saying now is personal. That it's part of um, whatever new company they're joining storyline. Mm. Whatever, whatever it is. I mean, hell, they're trolling people this weekend with uh, them being in Jacksonville. So you know, we'll see where that goes. Okay. Um, because apparently there there's rumors that. They're signing with AEW. They're signing with um, TNA. With TNA, they actually have a contract where they can actually work with New Japan once it's safe to fly over there. So we'll see what happens. There's just so much negativity. And it was funny. The other day, I'm just going through Twitter. And actually, I don't follow Vicky Guerrero anymore because... In all honesty, her politics have really rubbed me the wrong way. And normally I don't delete people for being a Trump supporter. But she was talking about how Vince saved her from bankruptcy and Vince helped her when Eddie died. And they just didn't have anything more for her with Creative, so they let her go. So she could go do whatever she wanted. And everybody bashes Vince. That he's this horrible, horrible man and it's just like look look at the story with the undertaker and everything he did for him
1: mm-hmm. and how
2: how grateful he is yeah. so it's just like you know i i hate that they they demonize vince the fans demonize vince we don't know what goes behind backstage of the wwe none of us work there no i mean you've got wrestlers like indy hartwell and the Rock's daughter Simone, and they're like you know they're coming out speaking on their own about the things that are going on, and they're mostly propping up and saying that you know calling out reporters that are saying stupid shit and wrong shit, and I actually respect them for that, mainly Simone Johnson I'm really respecting her for that because you know, yeah, so they're like, well, she's the Rock's daughter, she can rock the boat, no, she can't just because she's the rock's daughter doesn't mean she's got skill, no,
0: no.
2: I mean she probably. Does, but I'm just saying like you know she she's not there because she's the Rock's daughter she earned her spot there and mm-hmm. she actually he's actually said that he goes I had nothing to do with her getting in here yeah. so it's like you know I'm I'm so sick of just all like Meltzer and Alvarez and all the all the reporters uh what was it Wrestling Observer is that his page yeah like, that constantly put out fake stories um and. Yeah, wasn't it the Observer that put out that false news report about T.J. Wilson testing positive for COVID, and he called them out on it? Or is that Ringside? No, that was the Observer. Ringside is the one that that also puts out false shit as well. But somebody put out the T.J. Wilson, and he goes, "Uh, y'all just broke the fucking law, HIPAA violation right there, and Mm -hmm. I didn't test positive. (laughs) It's just so stupid because Meltzer – feeds the fan base of AEW. And I'm not talking about the entire fan base because there are fans that can, that like both and can, or like multiple wrestling and like, I've I've come to the conclusion that I'm tired of the whole ratings war, but I laugh immensely when NXT has beaten them two straight weeks in a row. Yeah. Uh, So that makes me fucking (laughs) chuckle. Um. Yeah, no, it's just it's just fucking hilarious that they wanna just feed this this rabid fan base that goes out and trolls everybody. Like somebody says, Alexa Bliss AEW confirmed or Nia Jax, AEW confirmed Okay bye. That one's fine. Y'all can take her. We're good, <laughs> We're good on that one. I mean don't get me wrong, like you know, there I, I I can't wait to see some matches, like you know, I will turn in for the Pink Swole Brit Baker match. I'll probably watch the clips on YouTube, like I like I do with AEW. I'll watch them their shit on YouTube. Um, and it's, it, they're good matches, but there I find, and maybe it's just me because I am an A, I am a WWE Mark, but I'm watching the two different shows. I'm like, I'll just, I'll, I am like i will just i i do not flip. When NXT is on, I'll keep it on because, you know, whatever. If I'm part of the Nielsen or if I'm not, I want them to get the rating point. And I'm sitting there, I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm like, I'm watching the first match. And it's like there is so much heart and soul between those four women. Watching the Loomis-Strong match and just seeing Strong have that fear and seeing Loomis getting shocked when Strong knocks his ass out. Right. The, only, the, the only thatcher match, the whole... The whole catch wrestling match, how amazing that was! The EO Sasha match, it was just downright beautiful. And it's like I'm watching these people fight, and I'm I'm just even the promo between Adam Cole and Keith Lee. I'm just I'm watching I'm watching, and then I put on AEW clips. And I'm like, where's the heart? <laughs> Like, I don't see the same heart that I do out of the wrestlers in NXT. Now, maybe it's because I, I, I don't know these wrestlers that well, but it's just like, there's something about a way that the NXT locker room, even, even as problem with the WWE, like, I watch them wrestle, like, I watch their eyes, and it's just like, they have so much heart, and I know Cody has heart, I watch him wrestle, but just like, to me, it's like they're just going through the motions sometimes, and I think that's the sucky thing is because I actually, despite not being a fan of AEW, I've always wanted Cody to succeed. Ever since I met him and his wife Brandy, I've always wanted them to succeed. Because that's what Dusty would have
0: done. Mm, Yeah.
2: The funny thing is they're saying, well, they just brought this up. Okay, yeah. Great American Bash was created three weeks ago. But you know what? This is something Dusty would have done.
0: (sighs) Yeah. (sighs) I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) Okay. All right. So we have week two coming up with Fighter Fest and great American bash and thanks to a certain NXT superstar or NXT wrestler superstar who probably didn't realize that everything wasn't live, um, the main event for NXT may have possibly been spoiled um, but before he could uh, before he didn't take the spoiler down fast enough and so it did went viral. It went as far as viral as to Chris Jericho posting on it in his Instagram. So he's trying to get an upper hand for next week's match or next week's uh, ratings war and everything. And because he's got a big match coming up himself. And so, Kayla, wh- I mean, how do you feel about like with Jericho posting the NXT possible spoiler? And do the ratings
1: even matter at this point? Honestly, no. Um, I didn't even see the spoiler, which I'm glad I didn't. Um, but other than as far as ratings even matter, more than likely Great American Bash is going to do it again. Um, I do know as far as Spider Fest goes, I know he won't win, but a part of me wants Orange Cassidy to beat Chris Jericho so bad. But Inner Circle more than likely will get involved somehow. Um, But this rate, if I have to say this, I think AEW needs to step it up on Fighter Fest, which I probably don't think they will.
0: Probably not, because it's like, they haven't, I mean, they lost like their big championship match for this week, and it's like, they still haven't really put anything in place
1: to kind of like combat that. Yeah, because I mean, what you have, let's see, what do we have left? Like you have Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho, I know Orange Cassidy ain't gonna win. Um, and then you got whatever the FTR versus whoever they're going up against. But I'm, um, what I'm just saying, it's like is they really don't have keep us entertained. Um, if I have to say, maybe, well, maybe Nyla Rose, depending who she's, so she's in action. But that's going to be a squash match. It's probably going to not even be in the 20-minute time limit. So, yeah. um, I'm going to say, as far as ratings goes, just by what's booked, NXT is going to take over. Sorry.
0: Apparently Niall Rose, was, yeah, she's in action, but apparently she's supposed to have some big surprise. Whatever the hell that means. can be anything at this point. Yeah, and then like FTR, they're teaming with the Young Bucks against, um, Butcher and Blade and, uh, Lucha Brothers. And then, let me see, Private Party going for the tag titles. Yeah, that, and then they really haven't made anything major else. And then Orange Cass, yeah, Orange Cassidy and, uh, Jericho. Inner Circle hasn't been having a good run lately. But, yeah, it's like, there's, I mean, it's still going to be a whole ratings war and everything, or that they're saying. But it's like, I mean, it's like I'm I'm actually so sick of it and everything because it's like ratings. I mean, the ratings. Yeah, it's like their, their numbers, their numbers, and like that's what some shows like go for and everything. But it's like it's one good night of wrestling. If you're a wrestling, if you're a WWE fan, great. If you're an AEW fan, great. It's like have at it, Jolie
2: well, you know, according to Jericho, it's only always about the demos. Nobody cares about the ratings. Mm-hmm. Whatever, dude. Um, About him spoiling, uh, he's apparently trying to be the modern-day Eric Bischoff when he spoiled when Mick Foley won the title, and I think everybody tuned in to see that because Foley has always been such a fan favorite back in the day.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So when people actually – that actually backfired – so it's a possibility that this could backfire on what Jericho was trying to do. Now, he's claiming that he doesn't run his Facebook account or he doesn't run his Instagram account. It doesn't matter. You still have to approve them to put it on there, dude. Right. So salty much because you guys got <laughs> beat by Sasha Banks, you know, the same Sasha Banks, your boy um uh Sammy said a couple of years ago he wanted to rape that fucking woman yeah uh, how, how's that sensitivity training going for you there bud how, how's it <laughs> how's it feel to get beat by a woman a woman who has more skill than Sammy Guevara you know the same Sammy Guevara that actually got his ass to LC Evans who said he can't even do a fucking role right I, that that had me cracking up out of all the people to say shit it was her like, oh fuck <laughs> and he called her babe or baby is she old, motherfucker you don't do that to a marine no 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 you, no, no, no you stupid cocky motherfucker but you know I give her respect not breaking his neck <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's just like the fact that they say you know it's all about the demos it's all about the demos the fact that I think the last hour
0: or the last match alone brought in over 900,000 viewers it was nine. The last match, the main event. It was nine hundred thousand for the women, and like six seventy five for the tag match. I
2: I love the fact that they put the women against a tag match. I love that because Triple H knew, Vince knew that Sasha Banks and Io Shirai are a draw.
0: The minute that match got announced. On Twitter. It's like people were going ape shit. People have been waiting for this match. And I
2: it was the fact that no commercial interruptions. Yet you knew that Bailey was gonna do some underhanded shit on the outside. And then when you had Asuka pop up and Mr. That was just the the cherry on top because now there's one horsewoman left that has not been misted and hopefully <laughs> that gets fixed this Monday. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's just it was just an amazing beautiful thing to see women women's wrestling. Women's wrestling outdo men's wrestling. Amen to that. And the fact that it was Sasha made it even better because I will say this about her fan base. I thought Becky's fans were loyal. When it comes to the Sasha crew, Mm -hmm. they they are some of the most ride-or-die fans I have ever seen in my life. They will go to the wall for Sasha. They were protecting Sasha when she was on her hiatus. Yep. I mean, hell, I even respect Sasha more knowing what she was going through uh, after she uh, took her hiatus and the fact that she was actually Even though she was posting pictures of her smiling and how depressed she actually was, you know, and the fact that everybody, even I think Tessa Blanchard, when she was, you know, disappears, like, you know, I can't wait to fight you again. And you got Becky and you had Charlotte, Bailey, and all these women reach out and say, yeah, I want to fight you. Come on, fight me, fight me. You know, Mm -hmm. just try to say, like, you know, you're still wanted. You're still loved. and. You know, it's just amazing the fact that they rallied behind her. The the fan base rallied behind her. Right. I mean, there were people, and I will say that I'm one of them, that's just like, can you just tell me what's going on? Like, don't leave us in the lurch. Just tell us what's going on because, you know, are you sick? Is something wrong? Are you just taking time off? Because there's that whole rumor that she was actually going to AEW at the time. And it's just like, you know, I was in the camp of what's going on. hmm I mean, I, I still support you taking your time off, taking a vacation. I mean, but it was just like, I was at the point where I was kind of worried. Like, you know, is she going to come back? But when she came back, she came back stronger. She had that fantastic feud with Becky right out the bat. Let that great Hell in the Cell match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but it's like, I just wish that she had let us know what was going on. Be- but the fact that after everything and her chronicle, mm-hmm. once that came out, I think that her chronicle actually probably helped more of her fan base than she even realizes. That's why I love the fact that it was Sasha. It's actually been proven, like, I think on all three shows... When Sasha and Bailey have been on, the ratings have been higher. Mm-hmm. And similar to the, the to Becky as well. But you know, if we really want to talk about ratings, can we talk about the three point like one million fans that were watching Becky on that game show? <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about a fucking draw. There you go, boys and girls. Jericho, you couldn't even beat a pregnant woman. Yeah, right. <laughs> Becky ain't even on the show wrestling. She's on a team with Gronk. She beat y'all. Well, she beat both of them, but still. But I've actually come to the camp of this. If you love wrestling, be happy for both groups. They're yes. both getting good ratings. They're both ticking up in ratings. Just be fucking happy. We are in a fucking weird-ass time, and I've seen a lot of people say wrestling, whether it was AEW Whether even TNA people, some people said that, you know, because I had TNA, I had AEW, I had these options where I could watch and just forget. Mm -hmm. I think that's the one thing that both sides or all sides that are fighting in some fictional war that was created by Cody, Vince, and whoever run, or Dixie Carter, you know, that create these fictional wars for the fan base. You know, we've got to have a ratings war. we got to have this. we got to have that. I think the one thing that the superstars are completely forgetting is that people need this. And I have seen time and time again people saying if it wasn't for wrestling, I might not have been able to forget what's going on. And so it's like, you know, can, to, to to quote, I don't know who fucking, but can we all just get along? <laughs> right. I'm, I'm tired of thinking. Oh, so I bashed Jericho when I said that he was salty about it well, you're just being salty by putting that out of I'm like, uh, I'm just putting out the fact that he's salty Mm -hmm. because he got beat by a woman. It is (sighs) what it is. Ratings, demos, whoever has the more views, I'm pretty sure they only did what they did to try to draw eyes away. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry if I read... I look sometimes, and I just was like, okay, I have to find out, because either way, whoever wins this main event match on Wednesday, I'm going to be ecstatic either way. If it's the case of the person who I think it is, I can't wait to see it live. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Yeah. I can't wait
2: to I couldn't. I couldn't wait to see it live to begin with, even though it's quote-unquote taped, but I couldn't wait to see it. It's like a storyline that you've been waiting for, you've been watching for, you've been praying for. (laughs) <laughs> it's like, okay, how's this story going to play out? Is 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 the hero going to win? Is the antihero going to win? You like both characters, so you're happy either way. Whoever finishes out in the story, mm-hmm. it's just like, <laughs> okay, no, it's like sometimes just, just to spoil you guys, it was Finn Balor. Finn Balor got in the match. No, I'm kidding.
0: Don't tell, don't Kayla that. She's of a bitch. Well, leave that, that out on watch now. No, 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 that's not it.
2: We're joking, we're joking. No. I just wait. felt like I had to break everything up with a joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, but it's like sometimes it's like if I haven't watched a show yet and I see a, a clip of it on Twitter and everything, it's like, oh my God, I can't wait to see this on TV because it's like once you see it on TV, it becomes real. So, but either way, Wednesday night is going to be fantastic and I cannot wait. All right. So. Wrapping this up real quick. Um, people were like saying SmackDown was a great show. The main event segment with the whole toast that Jeff Hardy kind of let, let the whole thing down at the end and everything wasn't the best thing to end on, which got me to think into this topic. Um, Kayla, do you think that SmackDown needs more star power, especially with um, the universal title picture? Um, it does.
1: Um you finally give Braun Strowman a championship that he's deserved for so long. You have a multiple personality guy chasing after him. I think it needs to be, and it has a little bit more spark to it, because this Swamp match, is it going to be a another Boneyard match? Is that what I'm guessing? So, I think okay. So. So what's this going to be? Is this going to wash away Bray Wyatt's sins? Or is this going to wash away Braun Strowman's sins? Is Bray Wyatt going to win again? Which I hope you don't. (laughs) But um, I just feel as, as powerful and athletic and talented as Braun Strowman is, he needs there needs to put a, they need to put a little spark in that universal championship because I think he kind of – I know it's kind of tough right now because of, you know, COVID and all this stuff going on, but um I think the universal title right now, Braun Sherman needs more competition. Heck, make it a little bit more. Maybe give Jeff Hardy an opportunity or something because in a way, in reality, he kind of lost the opportunity for the – um Intercontinental Championship because of that whole wreck or storyline. So, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to give it to him, but, you know, give him more competition. Um, so, hell, give him more competition. Let's put Corey Graves in there. Corey gets on my nerves, so throw him in the <laughs> ring and let Braun Strowman beat him up. Um, but, you know, something, something to spark it up. Something, in a way, something that WWE needs to do is make that spark raw here lately has had it mm-hmm. like you have that spark that one thing that gets you going smackdown um uh, not so much right there so i'll even relate back to smackdown um like when they had the um tribute to the undertaker now that had a spark that was showing you no know, respect mm-hmm. legends um but as far as Universal Championship or even SmackDown altogether, they need to find that spark, something that's going to will the fans in. Because um, because let's say once everything blows over, whatever that may be, and they start letting fans come back in or whatever, you don't want your fans getting up in the middle of the event because, I don't know, Braun Strowman is, I don't know, having a... Not very much competition or something, but um, they do need to find a spark and either um, hopefully give them some challenges, make it a little bit more interesting. Hey, and also, um, WWE, I know myself, um, the other two girls on this podcast were great writers. We great give great ideas. Hire us to be your script writers because we'll be amazing. You won't, we won't let you down. Yes, please. We got great <laughs> ideas. So.
0: All right. Well, let me ask you this: If he does lose his NXT Championship on Wednesday, you see Adam Cole going to SmackDown, making some noise over there. I
1: honestly could. Um, that would that would be a spark. That would definitely, you know, not necessarily throw him in the title picture right away. Um, right. But I, but um, that would definitely be good competition, not just for mm-hmm. Braun Strowman, but for everybody on that roster. You know, kind of. Spooks it up a little bit, but yeah, I could see that. Um, heck, let's just say by chance, Adam wins, which I don't think he will, and Keith gets it. Either way, whoever wins, I you know, great opportunity. You improved it, but um, no, no, I don't know. I'm not quite an Adam Cole fan yet. If he comes up and brings some spark, that might change, baby. <laughs> yeah, whether it's whether it's him by himself or he takes all of U E with him. Oh uh, uh, he can oh uh, he can leave the Goonies at home uh leave the Goonies at home. <laughs> That's part of the reason I don't like him anyway. He can he can leave those Goonies at home. Just, right. no. Just no. Buddy, you didn't win half of your matches by yourself because of a Goonie, so yeah. Yeah. You can move on, but keep them down there <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Uh Joey?
2: I, I do think that they need a change in the, in the title department. Um, I kind of hope that the Swamp match um, is a little bit better than the match that he had with Orton. That match was just shitty. Uh, I mean, Bray, not Braun. I mean, I kind of hope that the Fiend returns sometime because I actually, I preferred that character, that wrestler. I like that mystique. It has that Undertaker flavor to me. Braun just needs to lose the title. Um, I think with the additions of AJ Styles getting the title, even with um, Matt Riddle, John Morrison, they're just it's just it's just lacking, and they need the star power. Unfortunately, I don't know where they're going to get it. Um, hell, if Keith Lee loses, I would love him to come up. And face Braun. That would be a fucking fantastic match, to be perfectly honest. I would love, I would oh, love yeah. Keith. I would actually honestly love Keith to be up on SmackDown. I mean, Keith versus John Morrison, like Keith versus Big E, Keith versus <laughs> The Fiend, Keith versus Braun, Keith versus The Miz. When Roman comes back, Keith versus Roman.
1: Yeah, I think I, I mean, finish business. Mm-hmm. That,
2: that, that, they just need that spark. You're exactly right. There's a spark missing. Again, I already said my piece about the whole drinking storyline and Seamus being a tool, but Seamus is going back to his roots of being a heel. I'm actually glad about that. I'm actually glad that Shinsuke and Cesaro are getting a title tag or a tag title shot. Mm-hmm. That makes me happy. I mean, there are sparks on the show. It's just that there's just missing that star power. It's, you know, People like, oh my god, I'm missing Roman Reigns. What the hell's wrong with me? Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's missing Sammy. We are missing Sammy Zayn. We are missing Roman. We are missing, you know, we're going to be missing Daniel Bryan. And there are people that they can call up to add the Sparks. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head who would be a good call up if it's not anybody like UE. Fuck it. Karrion. And-
0: no, not, not, not already. Or even Dexter
2: Loomis, <laughs> or I'm just trying to think. You know, people that they're not utilizing. Damian Priest.
0: Okay. Or call I'm up in- Chompa. Or call up Chompa for now. Chom.
2: Well, yeah. Since it's actually since they are based in Florida, I mean, right now would be the perfect time to like you know just to have him bring a little spark because he said he doesn't want to go there full time because of his neck, and I understand that. Uh, he he wouldn't be able to do the travel the way that he's supposed to.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, there, there's so many opportunities. Like there's so many other things that would bring a spark. I'm just trying to think, like you know who's injured that we haven't seen in a while, but I just, I just can't I can't pick off the top of my head. And it's like, well, okay, well who could they? I mean they they already took over Dolph Ziggler, Ali, and Robert Rude. Somehow three for one. Explain that one to me. Right. Unless that Ali is for Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross because they got yeah. pulled over. Yeah. So, unless that, that was the, they said they, they were still a future draft pick for them. So, but it's like, okay, well, what happened to the whole hacker thing? Where's that storyline? Yeah. Even though they kind of alluded to it on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> but it's just like, it's, they, when you look at Raw, with Drew and his, his now storyline with, with Ziggler. The Sasha Asuka storyline. Now you got the Bailey Asuka storyline. You've got Bobby Lashley and MVP being dicks. You, you have the, the, the real giant ass mystery of why the fuck did Ricochet get a 365?
0: <laughs> That's a mystery. Because it's like everyone's has been waiting for Becky's. Well, I honestly think that
2: they are they actually might wait. Okay. On that one. But we'll see what happens. But it's like, okay, well, why the fuck did out of everybody did Ricochet, but you know, now they're saying that like you know, the last time that that happened to somebody, they got a major push. All right, I, I, I'm, I'm here for it. You know, right now you've got Big Show challenging Randy Orton. You've got Angel Garza and Andrade with, at each other's throats who have a tag title shot, which, again, I'm kind of interested Like the, the Rey Mysterio-Seth Rollins feud. It's kind of interesting that, you know, Austin Theory has disappeared. But, yeah, there's just so much star power. There's so much intrigue. And the funny thing was we honestly all thought when Pritchard was going to take over Smat- Raw, mm-hmm. he was going to fuck it up. No, Bruce, I owe you an apology, brother. Love,
1: <laughs>
2: definitely doing a pretty decent job. Um, just uh, you know, could you add more to the women's division? We've got enough testosterone on that screen. You know, can we have Bianca Belair pop up? Get in Sasha's face, please, please.
0: Something.
2: I mean, but you know, again, I'm, I'm interested. Like, she's it, it, just it's. The star power is on Raw.
0: hmm Okay.
2: But it's just like, they need somebody or something to spark it more so on SmackDown. I mean, you got to give props to Sasha, Bailey, Nikki, and Alexa. They're sparking it. Mm-hmm. John Morrison, Matt Riddle, sparking it. AJ, sparking it. It's just... When it comes to champions, no, no. I, I'm happy he won the title, but it's just like it is so boring.
0: It's like unfortunately they gave him like the weirdest ass time for him to hold the title, and it's just it's really not working out.
2: It is, and I mean it's like you watch Drew, and it's like his match with Seth and his match his match with Bobby, bangers. And like I know his the match with Dolph is going to be a fucking banger. He this might be a weird time for for Drew McIntyre, but the fact that the boss is letting him run this how he wants to run this, dude, Drew has knocked this title reign out of the park so far. I am so incredibly happy about how the way it's going. Honestly, I can't wait for a live show when he's still champion.
0: Yeah, because that that entrance, that first entrance, that first entrance is going to be Pop City. Oh, God, yeah. All right, so I ran a quick poll on my personal Twitter about who, if you could give the edge to anybody from this past Wednesday, who would they give it to? 59% to 41% gave it to Great American Bash. All right, so I know I didn't have this, but real quick, Jolie, Wednesday night, who's who's becoming double champ?
2: We're going to bask in his glory. It's going to be Keith Lee all the way.
1: Kayla? Bask in his glory. Keith Lee, Tis time to shine. Keith, T- uh, Keith Lee, two belts. Let's do it.
0: Two belts, Lee. Three for three. My Texas brother's gonna bring, bring it home. Ah, this was a long episode. Thanks for bearing with us, folks. But a lot, a lot happened this week. We had, a, we get, a, we had to get a lot off our chest. And next week we're gonna have ex, uh, extreme rules predictions and a huge tribute tribute show to the debut that started it all go find out next week what happens Ah, uh, so that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the Takeover continues y'all have a good one